my favorite saying, and I don't know if I've heard it somewhere else or I made it up myself, but regardless, here it is. You can't make a full-time income in the beginning of your business without working full-time hours. Meaning if you're working just a little bit, a few hours here and there on your business, like between the hours of 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every night, you're never going to make it happen. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business working just 30 hours a month. Every week we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I want to first apologize for the way that my voice sounds. I've been sick. I've been putting off recording for as long as I can, but I can't anymore. I need to get this recorded so that I can release it on Monday. But anyway, on to the show. I hope that you guys had the best weekend. Hopefully you took time to spend with your family or you just enjoyed some time to yourself doing things that you love. Time off is something that I am so passionate about, even to the point that with my coaching clients, we build that into their schedule. And when I'm off, I'm one of those people that I'm either 100% working or 100% off. And I won't answer an email or an Instagram DM or anything until I'm back at work. And I'm definitely not a multitasker juggling vacation and work. I just don't know how people do that. I'm either 100% there or 100% not. Sometimes I wish that I could juggle it a little bit better, but you know what? I love just checking out. But Anyway, I'm going to stop myself now before I go on an hour-long tangent about this topic alone. And today, what I want to talk about is actually the exact steps that I took to leave my 9 to 5, how I made it happen really fast once I decided that it was time, and I want to talk about my photography workflow. A photography workflow is so important because once you start booking a lot of clients, you can quickly find yourself in the weeds between retouching, shooting more sessions, keeping up with client inquiries, and then you'll never have time off. This workflow that I have now that I'm going to talk about with you is how I'm able to manage 100 plus clients every year by myself. Let's start with the moment that I decided that I was done with my 9 to 5. In 2016 to 2017, I was working 40 plus hours at the dental office making the owner a lot of money, like a lot. I'm one of those people who I throw myself into whatever I'm doing. I'm a perfectionist. I always want to be the best at whatever I do. So I worked my butt off for this dentist. Honestly, I took a pay cut when I decided to move to St. Louis. I was making twice as much in Oklahoma as a dental hygienist working half the time. And looking back now, I would say that's why I didn't jump into photography head first when I lived in Oklahoma. I had a pretty cushy dental hygiene job, and why would I give that up when I'm not even when I don't even have to work as much as I need to? Um, and I was still making really good money, and still had time for my passion projects. Now I'm thankful that my dentist in St. Louis worked me so hard because it pushed me out of my comfort zone and head first into full time photography. 
Anyway, back to that moment. In this dental office, we worked late on Wednesday nights, like until 8 p.m. Do you know how exhausting that is, by the way? Like, let me tell you, those days completely kicked my butt. So there was this one evening, probably around 7.15-ish, I was watching him give an exam after I had cleaned my patient's teeth, having a packed schedule that night, and knowing I wouldn't get out of there to see my dogs anytime before 8.30 or 9 p.m. I was spending my evening working for someone else, making him all kinds of money, and neglecting my business and my favorite little critters. That night, when I got home, I sat down on my computer, looked at my finances, looked at my photography schedule, and I gave myself a deadline. I wanted out of that dental setting within four months, and I was able to do it. Three months later, I gave my notice, and four months later, I was officially a full-time photographer. It wasn't without struggles, but it was the best decision that I'd made up to that point. Let me talk about how I made it happen so fast. First, I want you to know I wasn't ready to jump all in. And if you're waiting until you're ready, well, it's probably never going to happen. My favorite saying, and I don't know if I've heard it somewhere else or I made it up myself, but regardless, here it is. You can't make a full-time income in the beginning of your business without working full-time hours. Meaning, if you're working just a little bit, a few hours here and there on your business, like between the hours of 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every night, you're never going to make it happen. Sometimes you just have to trust your gut. You won't be ready, but you know what? There are always jobs out there to fall back on. Yes, you want to make sure you save up a nest egg for sure. Have enough in your savings to cover your bills for three to six months. But there's no way that you're going to make this happen working five hours a week. The first few months, even years in business, are harder. And you just have to put your time in. But also, bet on yourself. You've got this. So, back to my story and the exact steps I took to leave my 9 to 5. First, I set a date to quit. I set a date that was far enough in the future that I knew I could make sure that I had my nest egg to live on if I needed it. I honestly think that this is more important than most people realize, and maybe it's not important for everyone, but for me it's extremely important. Even when I'm riding my horses, yes, I enjoy it and all that, but if I don't have a jackpot to enter within a few weeks, I lack motivation to keep them as exercised or in shape as I should. I'm just one of those people that I have to have something to work towards, some sort of goal to hit, but that may just be who I am as a person. So I chose four months in advance. I knew that that would give me enough time to get my schedule booked out at least a month after my last day and give me that nest egg I needed for security for my own sake. And then I got to work. If you're in a nine to five that you hate, or maybe you don't hate it, you're just ready to control your schedule and your life, set a date to give your notice as far in the future as you feel comfortable with, and then get to work. Number two, I had my pricing and financial budget set to support my dreams and lifestyle. I want to tell a story about one of my coaching clients before I tell you exactly what I did here. One of my current mastermind photographers is in the process of quitting her 9 to 5. It's a job she 100% hates so much. Like last night she went home crying and she said that she was just done. She was ready to quit and be done with it all. She was talking about it with a family member, her stepdad, who sounds so supportive. We love supportive family members over here. Anyway, she told him about how she had spreadsheets that gave her the exact number of clients she needs per month at what price she needs and then the spreadsheets to budget her financials and spreadsheets that back her pricing up. 
and he was floored. He said he didn't realize that this was more than just a little hobby. It totally changed his perception of her and her business and his support of her dreams. And the spreadsheets that she was talking about, they are my spreadsheets that I'm always mentioning on here, my full-time formula, budget blueprint, and my pricing calculator. These are gold, not just to help you feel confident, but also to show your family and friends that, well, you mean business. You're here to achieve goals in the smartest way possible. And these spreadsheets are exactly what I use to make sure that my pricing made sense, to make sure that I was not just making money, but hitting my goals in a smart way. And these spreadsheets give answers to your problems before they become problems. My mastermind photographers are going into sessions with so much confidence. They are only six to eight months in business and they have had to turn away clients with confidence because they were time suckers and they didn't respect their business or their time. And that gives them more room for better clients, clients who are more worth their time. What these spreadsheets did for me was give me confidence in my pricing guide to know whether I had a pricing issue or a marketing issue. They helped me stay on budget in a profitable way and even learn to pay myself, which is important if you're in a nine to five. Most photographers who still have a nine to five don't use their photography income as a paycheck. When you become a full-time photographer, guess who actually pays your paycheck? You do. So before you give your notice, you have to feel confident in your pricing and your financial situation enough to know that you're going to be able to pay yourself. Number three, I created a session experience that left my clients feeling amazingly beautiful and excited about their purchase. I knew my customer service had to be on point before I could make my photography business a full-time gig. I'm not just talking about at the session, I'm talking from the initial contact to the delivery of the product. Side note, the customer is not always right, but I also knew sometimes I would have to make them feel like they were in a way that was a win for both of us. Some things that I put in place in my business is ease of booking without the hand-holding. My clients think that I hold their hand throughout the process, but that's because I've prepped them through my website, email marketing, social media, blogs, and freebie download. By the time they actually book, they feel like I've answered every question they have, even the ones that they didn't know they had. I still occasionally do need to do a consult, but usually that's just to show them that I am who I say that I am. I do multiple confirmation emails with all the information they need for the day of the session. Most of this, besides studio info, is all things they can find across my website or in the freebie guide, but I give it to them in their confirmation emails as well, so it's in one condensed spot written out, and they feel like they have everything they need for each session. A session that goes smoother and better than they imagined. They come in nervous, but they leave feeling beautiful. That is something I would imagine that you already have down, and if you're not, then you're in the process of refining. Just make sure that it's perfected ASAP before you go full-time. A word of advice here, shoot a sellable session in under an hour and a half. After that hour and a half, clients are exhausted. Even if you want to keep shooting, even if you're feeling inspired or creative, try to trim your session down as much as possible to make sure that your most popular and sellable images are included in each session so that your clients leave energized and not exhausted. You want to have an ordering session that leaves them feeling all the feels. They have to feel something to spend money the way that we need them to spend money to make what we need to make. So I made sure that at the ordering session, they truly felt and could see how beautiful they were so that they would want all of their images, which 
leaves us with bigger sales. <laughs> follow through with the delivery. I knew that I needed to make sure to follow through and deliver a beautiful product. Even if they had the very best session and the best time, if they loved the whole thing, I still had to make sure that everything was perfect. If I delivered a product without packaging or a product with just a plain old black USB or just sent them the gallery on a Dropbox with their photos, they could take that exceptional experience that I gave them from a 10 to a 3. So I knew I had to follow through with a beautiful product as well. And speaking of delivery, make sure you communicate as needed as well. No one likes to be left on red, especially when they just spent thousands of dollars on a product and experience. The only place I want to spend thousands of dollars and have to wait on my product with little to no communication is Apple. That's because I've joined the cult, I guess. I built relationships with like-minded businesses in my community who serve the same clientele as me. The easiest, cheapest, and fastest way to book more clients is through referrals, but you have to have clients to be able to get client referrals. A good way to get referrals is by working with other business owners. I was new to St. Louis. I didn't know many people or really anyone. I didn't have clients. So I decided to get to know some business owners. It was the smartest and best thing that I did to grow my business fast. I'm not going to dive too deep on this one, but if you want to hear more, listen to episode five of this podcast. I went through all of this there, but within a year of being in St. Louis, I had developed business friendships and relationships with so many other business owners who serve my ideal client. I had and still have to this day so many clients that tell me they didn't even know that there were other boudoir photographers in St. Louis because all they had ever heard were people talking about my boudoir studio. And that's what you want, to be so known that you're not just the obvious choice, you're the only choice for your clients. I also made sure that I had a high-converting SEO-friendly website that booked clients on autopilot. If a lead doesn't book when they land on my site, the next goal is to jump on my email list where I know that I can convert them. Now, this is easier said than done, which is why we spend a lot of time on this topic in my coaching mastermind and courses, but you can also hear more about this topic in episode four. All of this worked so well that when I did finally leave my 9 to 5, I became so overwhelmed that I had to find a way to streamline my processes. I was just booking too many clients, and that created a whole new set of problems. My boundaries became non-existent. If a client wanted me to drop everything for a session and have the images ready for her wedding in two weeks, I made it happen. I was answering emails in the middle of the night because I wanted to go above and beyond for my clients. I was hand-holding them and giving them top-notch service, and I was retouching all of my own images at the same time. With the number of clients I had, imagine how much time I was spending behind the computer. I definitely had a few breakdowns, maybe a few panic attacks, but eventually I figured out that you don't actually have to do all the things. You can give clients the experience you want them to have without giving away all of your time. And that's where my workflow comes in. I was so overwhelmed with everything that I had going on that I literally kept missing things or putting clients out of order. And by that I mean I would retouch sessions I was excited about instead of the ones that might be a little bit harder. Or maybe I would forget to send the digital files for a client. I even forgot to back up a client's images that I had retouched one time. I deleted them off of my computer after retouching, and then when their payment plan ended, I realized that I no longer had them, and I had to retouch them again. 
I was so overwhelmed and I was just a mess in general. So I had to figure something out. That's when I created my workflow and I've revamped it over the years. But since implementation, it has seriously saved me so much confusion so many times. And now if I have a question about what needs to be done, I pull it up on my workflow and just get to work. And I want to save you guys that much time too. So I've created a tutorial on how to set up a workflow in Trello. You can download it at the link in the show notes. It will take about 10 to 20 minutes for you to set up. But once it's set up, your life will be so much easier. I literally walk you through step by step and give you recommendations on what to include in your workflow based off of my experience. I know I created it, so I'm biased, but it's really good. So remember to download it. It is at the link in the show notes. So just grab it below this podcast. So I'm giving you these exact steps I took to leave my nine to five, but I want to include a warning label with them. I'm not just saying this because they're my strategies. I'm saying it because it's true. They can work so well that you end up overwhelmed and tired and hating your business, like totally resenting it. I promise. I've been in that exact situation. And that's why my coaching clients and I work to automate their business and workflow as we build the strategy so that they don't experience the same overwhelm and exhaustion that I felt early in my business. Whether you hire a coach to help you develop the strategy or you DIY it, make sure that you automate it as much as possible early. You'll be thankful later, you know, when you're sitting there on the beach drinking a pina colada and you get that notification that a session booking just came through. Oh my gosh, still my favorite sound this many years in business. Well, I think that's it for today, guys. If you have any questions about this topic or just want to bounce ideas off of someone who's been there, DM me on Instagram at it's Tracy Lynn. I would love to chat and I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.